Hey everyone, if you've been enjoying Straight Talk with Storm, I just want to let you know that this podcast is easily created with quite a friendly learning curve on Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. It is also distributed to many, many podcast hosting channels via Anchor. I can't suggest it more. I personally enjoy it. And thanks so much to Exotic Vivian over at T as in Tom, S as in Sam, E as in Elephant, G as in Glue podcast, which can also be found via Anchor, Spotify, and all other means. But yeah, Anchor.fm is great for all your podcasting needs. You should get on it. Hello, this is Seductive Storm and welcome to my podcast. I hope you'll enjoy it from time to time. It'll just be me talking to you on topics and other times I'll have co-hosts or people that I'm interviewing. So get ready for some real talk with Storm. Well, hello and welcome to the second episode of Straight Talk with Storm. This is another episode where I'll just be chatting with you by myself. I promise eventually I'm going to get some guests But I wanted to touch bases with you guys on a rather interesting hot topic in my Wendy Williams voice that was all the rage last month. The question of providers in committed relationships or dating outside of work. Once again, I want to apologize ahead of time if you hear buzzing or commotion in my phone. My phone stays busy no matter the time of night. It is 2.08 a.m. here and we're expecting two inches of snow in Atlanta, which for them is a big deal. I'm originally from Maryland, so it's laughable to me. But back to the topic. Can you be a sex worker and be in love? Can you be a sex worker and be be in a marriage, be a wife? or have a long-term relationship. First, I want to start by saying I have been amazed by the amount of jaded and bitter women in the industry who I don't think sex works necessarily jaded. I'm sure with some of them that's the case, but in some of them that I speak to, and try to remain civil with even though some of their opinions are rather just odd to me. Um, Many of them see real relationships as pick me girl syndrome and that is not at all the same. Pick me to me is when you jump through hoops and hurdles to get customers and clients or when you're a woman in a relationship who will do anything, just anything to keep a man. That is different. Those, those relationships 
aren't healthy and that's not a healthy way of thinking and that's not what I'm talking about but um, I belong to a, a Reddit chat room and it was a topic there also um, actually someone wanted to know if any of us had relationships and I as is no secret to most of you I make it very well known have been in a happy relationship I'm not always happy but at least a healthy relationship with an equal partner. Um, Not anyone who's involved in sex work at all other than he was a customer and he still once in a while goes out and enjoys his foot fetish stuff. But um, that actually, for a reference point, is how he met me. He came to me for a foot session 11 years ago and we just clicked and we've been inseparable ever since. We've broken up here and there, um, mainly because it is difficult. It is difficult for anyone to date a sex worker. It's difficult often even if it's two women who are dating each other. Um, I am bisexual, and I had a female partner. And at first, we were escorting together, and then she just really got to a point where the industry uh, made her sick, so to speak, mentally. I don't think it was anything she wanted to do ever at all. But she sort of saw me doing it and liked all the male attention I was getting. So she gave it a try and it just really wasn't for her. But um, what I can tell you is my partner does not take advantage of me. He's not that kind of person. He has a whole lot of respect for women. One of his closest relationships is with his mother. And he's a very family oriented person, very intelligent person. Um, As many of you all know, I am the owner and CEO of Taken by Storm Web Designs and also of a vanilla web design company called Char Web Designs. Um, And he is actually the web designer. Um, I was already doing girls' websites before I met him, but he's who really taught me how to make them quite professional. And he's who makes ladies sites when they pay top dollar tier um, for my company. He is the brains behind it. I'm often the artistic creation to remind him and help him make things feminine when he's site building. But he is the coder and does all of that great stuff. And hopefully one day I'm going to have him on here as a guest so we can talk to you guys about our web design company and how we do things here. But Back to can you have a healthy relationship, not a relationship with a pimp where someone's taking advantage of you, not a relationship with a bum where someone's taking advantage of you, but just a really healthy, good relationship that makes you feel good to your soul, someone who you really love. Yes, ladies and gentlemen and all other genders, that is possible while being a sex worker. It just takes a great deal of honesty, and that is something that I think is hard for people. I wish people wouldn't feel like they had to be ashamed of who they are. That's a horrible way to go into a relationship no matter what your profession is. Like you should always be able to be honest with your partner. After all, you're adults. And if someone is so much of a big baby that they can't handle the truth, then they're probably not a good choice of partner anyway. Um, But I just really, was taken aback by so many women 
who I talk to in this industry, viewing real life partnerships as a negative or not understanding how you can be a sex worker and be in a relationship. Porn actresses are in relationships all the time and married, and I don't think people question it as much. And what they're doing is exactly the same as what we're doing, only they're getting paid in, a, in some cases a lot more for it. Although I've heard in other cases that many porn stars become escorts because porn just doesn't pay enough. But regardless of the fact, all of these situations are not normal vanilla relationships. Whether you're a stripper, whether you're even a cam girl, uh, you know, whatever it is, however you make your money, if it's in sex work, your partner is sharing you with the world or at least with a few people. And again, as I said, it takes someone who's really strong and confident in themselves or at least confident and trusting in their partner to be able to do it. Um, my partner knows that my work is my work. He doesn't like it, but he knows that my work is my work. He respects my decision. He doesn't try to force my hand on it. Uh, he understands it's my journey and it's mine alone. And I'm the only person who can decide when I end that journey. I am semi-retired currently, but, you know, I, I think he's gotten more accustomed to just accepting all of me. And that is what's important. I don't believe that you can be in sex work and be in a relationship with anyone and at work if you can't be honest with them. I feel like you have to tell them and you need to tell them early in so that they don't feel like they got sideswiped with it. There has to be a mutual respect, but love is still a wonderful thing. Uh, you ladies need, ladies, gents, and others need to remember, hell, somebody found you well enough, good enough to pay for time with you. So if someone thinks that you're great enough to pay to spend time with or to have sex with or whatever their angle was, you're certainly good enough and deserving enough of love. Sex work is lonely. I don't think anyone would ever tell you that it's not. And if they tell you that it's not, it's a front they're putting on for their brand or their marketing. But most sex workers, unless they've got a really cool circle of friends, find themselves having moments of depression and anxiety just from the loneliness of the occupation. Because so many sex workers are scared to tell people who they really are, what they really do, and they hide in the, in the corner in shame. And I don't think it should be that way. I wish we could all scream from the hilltops what we were and be proud of it. Because it's a job, it's the oldest profession on the planet, and we should not be treated like scum of the earth or as law enforcement like to say, no human involved when bad things happen to us. Uh, we shouldn't be treated like scum when we want to be loved. I will be honest in this podcast. My partner, when he first met me, didn't think he could fall in love with or be in a relationship with a sex worker. I'm the complete opposite of what his first two and only other girlfriends were. And for all intents and purposes, they were goody two-shoes and I was the complete opposite. But sometimes your 
exactly what someone needs and they don't know it. And that's kind of what happened with us, with each other. But I want to touch you all, you girls know, if you come from a place of you were abused before, and by the way, um, I've suffered my own type of abuse before, not as bad as some others, but I have. And that is also uh, on my blog. Uh, I believe that was an entry on my blog where I had the uh, podcast episode interview I did with Tank Smith for Full Service Podcast was going to be released. And I wanted people to have my real backstory before they listened to it. So you can find that if you like on my blog and read so that you know that I get it. But at the same time, I didn't let those things shape my opinions of every man and every woman that I come in contact with. Some of us get so wrapped up in childhood trauma and in adult trauma and in having our hearts broken or feelings of rejection and fears that we make sex work all we are. I'm here to tell you honestly, and this isn't me telling you you need a husband or a boyfriend or a significant other. I'm just telling you no matter how you do it, to stay human, to not turn into a sex robot and a money-making robot to the point where you've lost yourself because that is how people get burnt out and they end up going through severe bouts of depression and that is not mentally healthy for anyone. Again, I'm not saying you have to be in a relationship with anyone. I'm just saying don't close yourself off and build a wall around yourself to the point where you don't believe that you can be happy, where you don't believe that there are good men out there. I know in what we do, we find so many bad ones, or we think they're bad, but you don't know how many of those guys have partners like me, who they've told that they're going to see someone. Like literally my boyfriend just asked me yesterday morning, could he go see someone for a foot fetish session? And I looked at him and smiled and was like, what are you asking me for? You know, we have an understanding. As long as it doesn't go any further than his, his foot fetish, I don't mind. Um, I wouldn't be happy if he saw someone for a full service appointment. But luckily for me, that's not his thing anyway. So I don't have that to worry about. Um, but I was married before to someone. And I can tell y'all, we were together for years. And he did not cheat on me first. I actually cheated on him first. Or maybe we started cheating around the same time. The way it worked out was kind of weird at the time. But I, I'm here to tell you, and I was raised in a household by my grandparents where they were married 50 years before one of them passed away. So I know that love exists and that it can be healthy. It is never perfect. I am not going to lie to you and promise you rainbows, fairies, and doves flying like in the romance movies. Fabio is not going to come with his hair flowing on his horse, but it is possible to have relationships. And let me also cover not just relationships of that nature, but it's possible to actually form real friendships with other sex workers. It is rare as hell. It is beyond rare. And I'm definitely not going to lie to you about that. 
It is beyond rare, and I suggest really feeling a person out and truly, 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 really, really getting to know them before you share too much information with them because other sex workers are being doxxed and outed by people who were their closest friends who've even met their family members. So you have to be careful who you trust. But there are some good friends out there. The now-retired Toy of Atlanta, who I'm hoping will be my first podcast guest. Um, And I have been friends now for about uh, eight to nine years strong. Uh, We built our friendship over a year before she would even show me her face. I got to see the blurred pics of her and talk to her on Yahoo Messenger back then, the same way as everyone else did. But we built a real friendship to the point where eventually we were both in tough spots and we got a split level home and my family lived on the upstairs floor and hers lived on the downstairs floor and we shared like the kitchen and living room common area. Um, My kids go over there and stay with her now from time to time when she just wants to come get them because she absolutely adores my 14-year-old daughter. We are sisters. Um, She is also one of the photographers for my Taken by Storm photography company. And shouts out to the retired toy of Atlanta on her new grandbaby. But we have a mutual respect for each other. And my partner and her are even very, very close. They're like brother and sister, so it is possible. And I've had other friends in this industry um, who I I really care about and who I really check up on. And I know that decent people do exist. So I want some of you to open your hearts and your minds to not having to always be the hardcore sex worker who is un able to love and I also want you all to know and I don't care who doesn't like what I'm about to say I never have I never will I'm going to speak my truth this idea that those of us that do have relationships are stupid or being taken advantage of and that all our men are bums is so immature and ridiculous again you're jaded and I don't know why you're so jaded But especially for me, I'm very alpha. Um, For those who don't know, I also do domination work. And there's not a bone in my body that would allow someone to take advantage of me or to control me. It just can't happen, won't happen. Um, I couldn't be in a relationship like that. So if a man is not intelligent and tweaking my interests and we're not growing together and building a business and a foundation together. I'm not going to want him anyway. He may be someone I want just to have sex with because, you know, we can all lie about it if we want to, to fill our clients' heads with feelings of grandeur. But for most of us, sex with people who are personal to us just hits different just feels different than it does with our clients. I'm not saying I've never had some mind-blowing clients who were just amazing sexually. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is the connection is different 
when it's someone who's personal, when the business is taken out of it. I know some of you all are just hardwired and it's always going to be just business. Funny story, another retired provider who I was friends with, and we're still cordial. I was supposed to call her last week, but I was in Miami and I didn't even get a chance to. But my ex-husband was at my home one day when I used to live over in Ackworth, Georgia, and she was there and she saw him and she instantly went crazy about him. And she actually pulled his pants down and began to suck his dick right in front of me. And as we did, I care. And I'm like, no, honey, he and I are friends now. That's all it is. I don't care what you do with him. And they went on to date for about, I guess I'd say it lasted about six months. Um, my ex is my ex and he has some flaws, but he is gorgeous. And uh, she was one of the most beautiful BBWs I've ever seen. And he normally didn't even like heavier set girls because when you first met me I was thin but him and her really really hit it off for a while um and so I can tell you and she was like everyone else she no I'm never gonna have a boyfriend that's like stupid no I'm worried about getting my money you know I don't have time for man I'm married to the game I'm married to getting my bag she was the exact same way um and meeting him changed that and then shortly thereafter, she actually, even when they broke up, she retired and uh, she had a child and everything, not with my ex, with someone else, because she realized that she's human and it was okay to, to love and okay to be loved. Um, I have another, another girl who I was once really close with, who I helped out of a bad situation who actually married one of her clients and is still married to him. One of her regs actually married her and made her life wonderful. And so what I'm saying to you is, not every man that dates a sex worker wants to pimp her, take advantage of her money and, and control her. And not all of them are bums laying around. Half of my business and its success is due to my partner's creative and intellectual abilities. And the other part is me. So we are equal partners. And it's wonderful because we are very open with each other. I never have to lie to him. Um, he, he's told me several times. He's an introvert, so he doesn't like to go out. But he's told me in no uncertain terms he wouldn't care if I went out every night to dance and have fun because he wants me to enjoy my life and be happy. And so, ladies and gentlemen and all other genders, all you have to do to be happy in sex work and have a real life in sex work is be honest. You have to be honest and you have to find someone who's not going to be a leech. Have standards. You can have standards. I'm not telling you to settle just for anything. And again, I'm not even telling you to be in a relationship. I'm telling you, though, that everybody you meet, everybody you spend time with doesn't have to be a business arrangement unless you want it to be. If you want it to be, that's great. But don't worry about what other girls are going to say. Don't worry about what somebody taught you in regard to that. Listen to your mind and to your heart. As long as you can stay focused, I guess that's the difference. I can stay focused on my business and still have my personal life. Some people can't, 
But learning how to compartmentalize your life is really important no matter what your occupation is. You have to make time for you just to be you. You have to make time for family. You have to make time for all of these things no matter what you're doing or else you find yourself miserable, alone, and just wondering how time and your life pass by. You know, there's a saying, you know, make that money, don't let that money make you. And that's really true. And I think we forget that. So I just wanted to come through and tell you, you know, that there's light definitely at the end of the rainbow. Like you you don't have to be, you know, 24-7, 365, just dedicated to the game. You can live your life. And I'm sure a lot of girls aren't going to like that I said that because they're trying to brainwash everybody out here and make them think that it is embarrassing and, you know, not sex worker like to have a real life, to really have a partner. You all would be shocked at how many sex workers have significant others or even married. I mean, married, married, like legally binding marriages with rings. Some of them even wear their rings in their pictures and and, in their appointments. Others don't because they don't want the client to ever find a way to threaten the family or the stability or start harassing and bothering their mates because some of these clients can become a little stalkerish and clingy. But there are plenty of us in good relationships and good friendships. So I would say don't be so jaded and so angry excuse me, at the universe that you don't believe in happiness or love. Like the only way you can be happy shouldn't just be money. That when you when your life is nothing but just money's all you wake up and think about, money's all you care about, money's all that matters to you, you're you're turning into something that's not quite human. It's okay to be driven It's okay to be ambitious as hell, but you have to find a healthy mental medium and have a fulfilling life too. And if money is the only thing that fulfills you, and some people might not like me saying this, but if money is literally the only thing that fulfills you, then you're very shallow. And that's what people expect us to be as sex workers. Everybody thinks we're shallow, dumb bimbos. I I don't know about you, but I don't want to be in that category. I don't want to make that who I am. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. And hopefully soon I'll have some other guests on. And um, because I have a lot of topics that are going to require people that I can interview and other guests. And I will probably be inboxing some of you or hitting you up on DM on Twitter and asking you, would you be interested in doing my podcast? And I'm hoping some of you will say yes, Um, because there's just so much that I want to give people a voice on um, other than just my own. So I hope you enjoyed and took something that can help, you know, enlighten your life and improve your life. And again, it doesn't have to be you getting a significant other. I just want you guys to remember that it is possible to have friendships and casual relationships and committed ones if you want and open relationships and all these other things 
to keep you centered and happy. And if you are really happy just being alone, hey, I'm not knocking it, but that's rare because humans are social creatures. By the very nature of being human, humans are pack creatures, just like wolves. We need community. We need friendships. We need relationships or else we don't do very well. That's part of the reason why people get so broken down in jail mentally when they're put in solitary confinement. Human beings are not meant to exist solely alone like that. And it actually is mentally impairing. So I just want all of you to find a way to be happy. I hope you'll continue to tune in to the podcast as it grows. I just wanted to do these two episodes first, get a feel for doing it myself. And I think I'm going to uh, contact the lovely Toy of Atlanta, who I've mentioned, and see if I can't get her to do the podcast with me and think of it'll probably be just some questions about what has life been like, you know, after retiring, because I'm semi-retired now and I, I've seen her retirement journey but I want her to, to speak it to some of you all because I think a lot of people have been retiring after things changed from FOSTA-SESTA. And it's nice or could be enlightening to hear what that process is actually like from someone that I know personally has gone through it. So have a great Saturday. Uh, you know, follow my podcast, Straight Talk with Storm. There will soon be a site to go along with it. Um, and I am just really hoping that I can make this thing grow and make it great. And thanks for listening. Peace out.